0: I'm Sarah and I'm Izzy. Welcome to the consistent change podcast. We're striving to bridge the gap between never exercising and over exercising
1: by utilizing our faith in Jesus Christ to make positive and consistent changes in our lives. So
0: join us on the consistent change podcast. Hey Izzy, how's it going? Hey Sarah, good, how are you?
1: Good, (laughs) so good. Good. For
0: podcast purposes, we have to pretend like we're just seeing each other, but we've been together for the past like 20 minutes, so. So welcome. (laughs) We're so glad you could join us. It's going to be a good episode today. We have been a little MIA,
1: so apologies for that. Just a little bit gone. (laughs) a little bit but we're excited to be back and we we've come prepared and we're excited. I'm really excited for this episode. Mm-hmm. So, it's going to be good. Yeah. So, we thought we would open with an opening thought.
0: Do you want to do that?
1: Yeah. So, it's in Romans um it's Romans 14 verse 17 and it says for the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. And I just love that scripture because I feel like a lot of the time, um, I personally, and I know a lot of people around me too, find a lot of joy and peace in food or binge eating or overeating, just excessive amounts of food to find joy or comfort. And I think just in that verse, it even kind of calls us out and says, but righteousness and peace and joy and the Holy Ghost. And I think um, if we are able to kind of redirect our natural response to turn to food or um, drinks for that comfort and turn to God or the Holy Ghost or peace or joy instead, I, I just think that it's a lot more powerful of a resolve. To come to I love it, amen, amen.
0: okay, well, today we wanted to focus on binge eating or overeating, and I feel like it's really important to define the two because they are two different entities. Overeating is a common thing. It usually happens when you're in a social place or like especially over the holidays, Thanksgiving. Eating to a point where you're uncomfortably full, like it's painful. <laughs> and hello, Thanksgiving. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like that's a normal thing to do, yeah. you know, every Thanksgiving. Um, whereas binge eating is an actual eating disorder. And um, while I am not a mental health professional, I have seen this firsthand and um, I have seen some things that work when it comes to treating it. So binge eating is like if you feel like you have to hide and eat your food and you eat and then because you're embarrassed of how much you eat or if you feel like you're eating when you're already full and mostly the feeling of like absolute loss of control when you eat. Like you you have no control over stopping. Um... That is binge eating, and if that's you, then you might want to talk to a health professional and maybe start figuring this out, Um, but let's focus on overeating first. I feel like overeating, like I said, is super common over the holidays and social settings, and it usually only happens once, and it's kind of done for a little bit. Binge eating is more like it happens at least once a week for like three months to be to be able to be like diagnosable yeah and
1: I think it's important to mention too that wherever you guys feel like you stand on this and and you can be totally fine with it too um but I think that it's completely common and you're not alone in it and I think wherever you are that it's okay to be there and to sit with it and to know that God is with you in it and you're not like shamed or looked down upon in any way because of the place that you're in and just know that you'll get to where you want to be soon but to just kind of have some grace with yourself and be kind in that way because I know that it's it's so common Mm -hmm. so yes yes
0: no it is common and it is important to give yourself grace so focusing on overeating I have a few tips to help with overeating, especially over the holidays, because you don 't have to overeat like you don 't have to right and and even when you 're in an emotional state and you feel like you want your Ben and jerry 's, you can have your Ben and jerry 's without overeating and eating to a, a spot where you just feel so uncomfortable. So my number one tip when it comes to overeating, especially during the holidays, I know I keep saying holidays, but it happens the most over Mm -hmm. the holidays, um, is, is just to slow down and to enjoy your food, right? Because that's why we're eating it to enjoy it. Right. So I want you to just, instead of scarfing something down, I want you to take small bites and really enjoy the food that you're eating. I focused on doing this over this Thanksgiving and I felt pretty darn good at the end of it. Whereas like the rest of my family was like, i on, on the couch because they had eaten so much food, yeah. you know? So, um, so yeah, that's, that's with overeating. I also would say that just to be mindful of what you're putting in your body, you know, um, while sugar is, I mean, it's, it's inevitable, especially this time of year that you're going to get treats, but make sure you're not, you know, putting too much sugar into your body. Um, our bodies, I know everyone jokes about this phrase, but our body is a temple and, um, it's your, it's your temple, you know, and I think we should be taking care of it. You know, I don't know.
1: And I think expounding on the idea that your body is a temple, I think it's so incredible that, um, we have these bodies to be able, like, the only reason that we are on this earth and that we have these bodies is to become like God. And I feel like He wants us to learn and grow while we're here. And I think if we can understand how we can best take care of our bodies in a health and, and I don't know, eating, mentality like we can become so much closer to him as well so i think it really is it is a spiritual experience too when you allow it to be because you can be so much more in tune with your body and in tune with your needs um but i think one thing that is i feel like people say a lot is that like kids are really in tune with their bodies and kids like are closer to heaven right because they were just born or whatever i totally Um, agree and I think, like, as you go through these holidays, watch the kids that you're around. Or if you're not around kids, think about what they would do. Like, I don't think kids ever finish their plate. <laughs> but it's so normalized <laughs> yeah. for us to be expected to finish all our food. Um, but stop when you're full. Like, don't feel bad because you didn't eat all your food. Feel bad because... If you do feel... If you do eat all your food, you'll feel worse. So, like... what What's more important? I think that's yeah. important to remember, give, too. Give
0: your body the priority there. Yeah. You know? Yes. Um. My second tip... I know this sounds weird. <laughs> but hear me out. Whenever I am, like, you know... Just grazing in the kitchen... I, like... When I, like, want a snack... And I go to the pantry and i have to ask myself i ask my body specifically do you what do you want and how much do you want of it <laughs> like it sounds weird i know it does but it really helps me like evaluate where i'm at you know mm-hmm. and sometimes it's like no i'm i'm bored i don't want to snack and that's fine i close the pantry and i go find something to do you know or other times it's like yeah I really like I'm looking at those Cheez-Its and they look really good Mm -hmm. and I'm going to have like a serving of that and I have a couple of Cheez-Its and I move on, you know, and and that's okay. And it's even better when I can eat like a fruit or vegetable instead. But I feel like especially when it comes to binge eating, it's it's important to give your give yourself that freedom of eating whatever you want you know yeah and just be mindful with how much you intake into your body you know
1: yeah well and I think too you are a lot more satisfied when you evaluate what you are actually wanting versus like oh it's eight o'clock so I want ice cream obviously mm-hmm. it's late at night obviously I'm gonna go get my ice cream
0: or it's too late I can't have anything now yeah you know mm-hmm.
1: either way and I think to when like asking yourself those questions i personally experience so often i just need like a drink of water and i confuse that so often with hunger Mm -hmm. but it's really just like thirst that i need water that's a
0: super common thing yeah for people to think they're hungry when they're actually thirsty um and i feel like getting those signals like getting those signals right is, like, a great jumping point, you know, for yeah. even for an exercise journey, a fitness journey in general, you yeah. know. I so, agree. so anyway, so that is overeating. Do you have anything to add? Any tips, any tricks that you can think of?
1: Um, I don't – I feel like just in general, like, the big takeaway – Is just listening to your body Mm -hmm. Like know when enough is enough I eat really slow I eat really slow And I've just realized this (laughs) lately (laughs) But I'm like always the last person to finish my food That is so funny (laughs) I'm sorry
0: (laughs) I feel like I'm such a fast eater That this has been such a hard thing for me to do Like it's been challenging for me to be like Stop, like you're fine You know, just (laughs) slow down
1: Yeah, yeah so, but i just I feel like I'd take forever to eat my food and but, I think it helps me a lot because I am like thinking about the next bite <laughs> i also I also think that eating foods that allow you to like stop easier if that makes sense Uh like i really don't like eating like apples or oranges because i feel obligated that i have to eat the whole apple or the (laughs) whole orange and that's just too much to commit to (laughs) okay You had to find someone to split so, the apple. Yeah, I'm done. That's hilarious. That's a real thing. Even like bananas. I'm just like I don't want to eat the whole banana. So like my go-to foods are like berries or like grapes where I can just like, okay, Pick. I want one more and that's it. I'm done. But like seriously. <laughs> But it, like, helps me, so I hold
0: on to it. That's great. I wish you could impart that wisdom to my children. I feel like I find, like, half-eaten apples everywhere in my house. Like, I'll sit down on the couch, and I sat down on a
1: wet apple. Like, it's disgusting. I wish they wouldn't. (laughs) And I think if you just, like, cut up the apple, you know, it would be a really simple fix. (laughs) I know! Like, give half the orange to somebody else. (laughs) Oh my gosh, oh... So eat more berries, guys. Eat <laughs> That's more grapes. The takeaway. <laughs> <laughs> I do love a
0: good grape, though. So like good. it has to be like crisp. And until I got married, all I did were, the, were like red grapes. You know, no, which are it's fine. It's the green. It's the green grapes. It's the green grapes. The green grapes are so so, so good. So good. Like <laughs> maybe I shouldn't eat grapes because I just scarf them. Yeah. I need to like slow down I'll, with my grapes. I love grapes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love them.
0: Oh, they're so good. Mm. Yes. Have you tried the ones that taste like cotton yeah, candy?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't really love them. I don't know. I feel like it's fake. Uh, it's definitely fake. I don't believe it. That's the appeal. <laughs> it's fake. There's like red heart candy ones now too. What? No.
0: Like, uh, uh-uh, uh. Absolutely it's not. It's not real. I will not be partaking <laughs> not of that. <laughs> they're good. They're good. It makes but. you wonder, like, what exactly
1: they changed mm. to. <laughs> like Someone. modify the taste. <laughs> no way, that's organic. Like, <laughs> no, it is no not. Way.
0: Should do an episode on that. Cotton candy fruit. grapes.
1: Yeah.
0: No, I, you're thinking just too broad. Con <laughs> con <laughs> <grapes>. <laughs> it's just cotton <laughs> candy grapes. Deal. <laughs> oh man. Okay. So <laughs> moving Sorry, on. Yes. So that's binge overeating. Eating. Yeah. So yeah. that's overeating. Now we're talking binge eating. Yeah. Now, binge eating, like I said, if you're finding yourself embarrassed with the unusually large amount of food that you're eating, and you find yourself hiding or eating alone, or you um, you're eating to the point where you're uncomfortable, like it's painful, painfully full, or um, you are eating when you're not hungry, but like you have a total loss of your sense of control of how much you eat, yeah, that is a bit that could possibly be a binge eating disorder. Um, like I said, I'm not a mental health professional. But I will say, like I said, like I've, I've dealt with this before with other clients. And I have a few pointers of things that have helped them gain back their control over their eating. Um, the very first and foremost thing, if you're struggling with this um if you feel like you're borderline struggling with this the first thing to do if you are on a strict diet get rid of it go it goes out the door because when you're binge eating you you binge you have an episode and then you reduce the amount of calories you have afterwards or you try to get back on track with your strict diet and then you binge again and then you binge again so really the the diet's got to go it's got to go yeah. It's kind of it's it's leading you in a cycle in a spiral.
1: And I think part of that is going back to like being kind with yourself. Allow yourself to eat the foods that you want to eat and allow yourself to feel like and experience fully this like the foods that God has given you and the experience that you can have on this earth. Like fully experience that I think is important.
0: Very important. And with that being said, there are a few foods that are considered like trigger foods. And um, if you really feel like a total loss of sense of control when you're around those foods, don't have them in your house. Don't be around them. You know, like if you eat the entire thing of Oreos have them around. It's okay. They don't need to be around. It's okay. Oreos are not super good for you, you know, <laughs> and we all know that. But anyway, that is my numero uno tip. My second one is find a time to move during the day. And notice I said move and not exercise. You need to move. Um I find with binge eating, the number one thing you need is freedom. And if you feel like you're so structured and you have to get in a workout today and it has to be 60 minutes long or else you, you really didn't work out today. Stop. Just stop. Okay. Instead of working out so, so hard, try just to walk, just go on a walk and clear your head. Because if exercise is not working for your mental health, it's not good for you then. I, it might be good for your body, but it's not good for for you. Yeah, you know and what I'm I saying. Think
1: mental health and physical health are so connected that if you're not right. doing well mentally, you your body isn't able to react positively to the other additional stress mm-hmm. that you're putting on it physically. Mm-hmm. So I think that's important to remember. And I also think that with the physical, like just moving, if you feel like you have to be so structured. Let go of the guilt that you're holding on to with it, and not only with moving and just just letting yourself exercise in a more like toned down way or whatever, but also with your binge eating. Like, don't feel guilty about that, or don't feel the shame. Just eat when you need to eat, and like don't let it consume you. That, that's easier said than
0: done, right? It is easier said than done. Another thing that I, along with that, that I like to tell people when they feel like they might be struggling with binge eating disorder is um, find a support person. You know, it can be a friend, it can be your your mom or dad, a parent, it can be a sibling, someone, someone who like knows this that you've you know told 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 them what's going on. Mm-hmm. And someone who can help you because while you do feel ashamed, um, they don't feel ashamed of you, if that no. makes sense. Like, they're not here to judge you. And if your support person is judging you, find a different support system <laughs> person, right? Like, yeah. that that's super not okay. No. Anyway, I just find someone who's in your corner and who's willing to listen to you and is willing to sit there when you cry and sit there when you know, you're bad talking yourself and to be able to give you maybe a little bit more perspective on what's going on, you know? Mm
1: -hmm. And I think with that person, like, I feel like a lot of the time we think that we need to have, like, an accountability partner with it and, like, make sure they're checking in on us, but I think it's a lot more powerful if they just know what's going on, if they can just sit with you, like Sarah was saying, if they can just, like hear you out and hear where you're struggling and hear what your pains are and i think that is a lot of like how jesus shows up in our lives too i think he is in those people i was listening to um something on sunday and they were saying how the friends in our lives show up as angels and i loved that because i think that they really do and like there is really no one else who can carry Jesus with them better than our friends can and better than the people that love and support us like our friends and our family right like they like carry him with them and they offer peace and I think that like peace really is just the like emulation of Christ so I think that is really important to remember that you don't have to have them like check in on you or feel like you have to tell them everything, but if you just, if they just know what's going on and they can just sit with you and just listen and hear you out, I think that's a huge strength too.
0: Yeah. Without giving like unsolicited advice to mm-hmm. just something that someone who's just going to sit and listen, yeah. you know, and cry with you when you cry. And I will say that, um, Jesus can be that person too like he can be that kind of support person. I would say definitely get like a person physically with you. Yeah. So, you know, because, you know, having like physical touch is a lot of people's love languages and anyway, but I will say that praying and having a consistent like schedule routine. Routine. Routine of um praying and telling telling Jesus what exactly is going on you know yeah. and while he does know what exactly is going on i think he wants to hear it from us personally you know
1: and i think it's more for us too like he knows exactly what's going on but when we tell him we're giving it to him mhm he can take it mhm so give it to him right let him hold it
0: right you i know? agree and i and i don't think well i don't know i feel like, Jesus knows exactly how you feel. Mm-hmm. I guess that that's what I'm trying to say. Jesus knows exactly how you feel. He gets it. Yeah. You know? And if you want to talk to someone who gets it, just pray. You know? So that's that's what I have to say about that.
1: Yeah. And I think... I really don't think that he wants us to feel ashamed. Or, like, shame or guilt. Like, I think that he wants us to feel a godly sorrow and know that that's not where we want to be. But I also know that he is 100% okay with letting us sit in whatever spot we're at until we're ready to move on Mm -hmm. and just hold us there. Mm -hmm. And I think that's one of the most like powerful things that's helped me with my own mental health and like getting through like when I was on my mission, I really struggled with binge eating and I don't even think I realized that until I was preparing for this podcast Really, I would just go home at the end of the night and every single companion I had it was like the thing to do when you got home at the end of the day was just go to the pantry like you change into your pajamas get ready for bed and then you just go eat and you just eat together and mm-hmm. it was like just a social thing and you would eat way too much and feel horrible and then Mm -hmm. go sleep and Mm -hmm. it was like so bad for so long and then when I came home trying to like restrict that or reevaluate or figure out how to actually have a healthy relationship with food again was really a struggle but I think that what helped me the most was just realizing okay how is my body feeling how am I reacting to this issue or this problem and also I think finding something else that I loved more than food was really important oh I like that what was something what was the thing you liked more than food um I think there's like a few things but I feel like having the freedom of just like talking to people was huge for me, like connecting with other people and not worrying about myself in those moments, but worrying about other people um, helped a lot, just get my mind off of taking like taking the focus off you to other people. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, I can and see And then that. also, like, music and Music I love music, so music is always the answer for me. But um
0: Saturday jams. Yes, yes.
1: Everybody listen to my jams.
0: But they actually are really good though.
1: <laughs> like, I'm glad you like them. I definitely go on the Instagram and I'm like, mm, listen to that one today. You know? I'm glad. But um music and then also like working out was a huge one for me because mm-hmm. When I would be at work or whatever, and I knew I was going to be working out later, like, I don't know about you guys, but when I eat crappy during the day, I can't work out well in the night. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Or, like, (laughs) vice versa. Like, if I
1: eat crappy at night, I can't work out good in the morning. So, Mm -hmm. knowing that, like, I had a different schedule after my mission, I knew I had to eat well throughout the day, and then after I worked out, I really wasn't, like... I'm really not that hungry after I work out because I do a lot of cardio, so like mm-hmm. my stomach is all jumbled up and doesn't really feel that hungry. But yeah, so I, I mean, usually just have something small. But that's I feel like helped me a ton to kind of get back onto a more healthy routine and relationship with food after kind of a rough patch. But yeah, yeah, get
0: into a good mental place with food. So, yeah, I mean, that's binge eating and that's overeating and that's the difference between the two. Um, Like I said, if you feel like you might be borderline struggling with binge eating, like go to a doctor, you know, and they have, they actually have, because binge eating disorder is like a a relatively new thing, diagnosable um, disorder that uh, your doctor can diagnose you with. Um, there are only a few certain medications that that they can give you, but they can give you medication if you feel like you need it, you know. And I, I just feel like that's an important, a very important point to make is that um, if you feel like this is a really big issue, don't be afraid to go to a doctor. And if they don't feel comfortable treating you, they will send you to someone who does. So that's yeah. that's what I got to say. That's my soapbox.
1: Yeah there's help out there and and there's help around you as well mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. don't feel like you're alone it's yeah. a big it's a big thing and it's a big thing that a lot of people struggle with so it's not it's not just you and you're not alone
0: mm-hmm. so find a support group yeah. um taking a totally different turn how's marathon training
1: oh I'm not you're not <laughs> <laughs> no no <laughs> I was going to, but I'm not. Bummer. But why you? why not? Um, I just feel like I have a lot You have right a lot now. to do right now? <laughs> what? I no know. you don't. I no know. you don't. I know. Don't I kid. Know. I know.
0: Just kidding. I also am not. <laughs> so Because my ankle my ankle just won't stop bothering me and I feel oh, like the where the race is, like in the year and I feel like I was already really cutting it close to building mileage and like getting to that point that like once my ankle started bothering me, I was like, I don't have time to like figure this out. You know, I need to put this on pause until I can figure this out. You know what I'm saying? So we're trying like
1: a month away.
0: Yeah, it's like a month or two away. So yeah, that's quick. It's way too quick. So yeah. Anyway, so I've been focusing more on like weight training cool. and trying to figure out what's going on with my foot. Yeah. That so, sucks. and like, I can feel it, like it affects my kinetic chain, like my knee hurts now and my hip hurts mm. when I like fall asleep at night and I'm like, it's because of my foot. I know it's because of my foot. Yeah. You know, it's because of my ankle. That so, is the worst. it is the worst.
1: We'll do a podcast Cause. on injuries soon too.
0: Yes. So, yes. We, that one really is in the injuries. works. Anyway, can so you think much. of anything
1: else? No, just that. No. Heaven is cheering you guys on. And we love you guys. We believe in you. Um,
0: so, yeah. Nice. Bye. Bye. See you later. <laughs>